Blockchainsky podcast. Who is Satoshi Nakamoto? By now, many people around the world for many years have been seeking the answer to one question. The question is, who is Satoshi Nakamoto? The author of the Bitcoin manifesto hasn't been around since 2010. All we know is that he claimed to be born in Japan in 1975. Sorry, Mr. Tagawa, you need to be younger. Yep, thanks. Nevertheless, all the evidence points to the contrary. There are no signs of the Japanese language in the Bitcoin software code. The article, which started the buzz, was written in perfect English. What is more is that so-called Satoshi is sure to be someone of British, Australian or New Zealand origin due to the usage of such phrases like bloody hard in his postings. Yes, Nakamoto used to post at various coding forums. And apparently, some Swiss guy found out that Satoshi was never online between 5 and 11 a.m. GMT. Which means that if he really lived in Japan, his sleeping hours should be from 2 to 8 p.m. So, not very normal for an industrious Asian guy. I have my own theory of where he might live. I, for one, usually hit the pillow at around 1 or 2 a.m., which is average for a person of my age and occupation. So if I were in Nakamoto, I would live somewhere in this time zone. And this very microscopic spot is probably the best place for a person like him. Anguilla. It's a set of small islands in the Caribbean, which belongs to the British Crown. And it could be where Satoshi's Commonwealth language peculiarities come from. It's a nice tropical island with an everlasting summer and a magnificent blue ocean. Lastly, Anguilla is a famous tax haven, and someone like Nakamoto would probably want to keep his cash in the dark. Satoshi is known to have collected a million bitcoins in his personal wallet. It's a lot of money, but in the real world, he has to deal with dollars, euros or other world currencies. So this paradise island with offshore legislation would come in handy. As for cryptocurrencies at large, you don't have to invent complicated cover strategies. Everyone in the system will see you performing a transaction, but no one would ever disclose your personal information. Because you're doing so under a vague nickname, like Satoshi Nakamoto, for example. But Bitcoin is not the only crypto available on the market. Soon after the BTC exchange rate has started to grow dramatically, many new cryptocurrencies began to emerge. Now there are thousands of them. And many can still be mined with your personal computer video card. By the way, that Swiss wise guy works as the CTO for the company, which issues the third most popular crypto coin in the world. Among all the cryptocurrencies, the second rated in popularity is Ethereum. It was introduced to the market by Vitalik Buterin, a prodigal Canadian programmer of Russian origin. Unlike BTC, Ethereum is not just a currency, it's a system of smart contracts, which is operated with the use of its own internal token, called Ether. It means that you can make contracts directly in a blockchain. No state regulations, total transparency and total security. If the Bitcoin established the new concept of money, Ethereum has opened the road to the crypto stock market. I'll stop here for today. Next time I'll tell you how not to lose a fortune dealing with cryptocurrencies. Bye for now. Blockchain Key Podcast.